happy moment and thank you for joining us on our eighth tale in tune with tj i believe that whatever episodes you've caught up to this point or maybe even if this is your first one that you have been blessed and i am sure that even if this is where you're picking in and picking up this is where you're starting to listen again we definitely appreciate the support but i just believe based on that the fact that we're giving what's been given to us and this podcast is to lay down a legacy and groundwork and something for my children and those that will follow after me i just believe that whatever led you here whatever brought you here that this podcast is going to be a blessing it's going to be a help to you now and in your future so again i thank you for your support as we always say as a disclaimer um i did come in through the the ministry ladder did make it to elder so i have been known as elder i'm still a father not a grandfather yet far as i know i'm still senior terrence kellogg and i'm the best terrence jamil kellogg that i know until my junior supersedes me but here on this podcast you can just call me tj you don't you don't have to add a title to it i'm just tj and what we've been doing pretty much is sharing bible stories just i've just been telling bible stories from a different perspective so if you would humor me today on today's episode we're dealing with king saul let me tell the story my way I was anointed to be king. I distinctly remember by a man. They say he was a prophet. Very familiar. Said his name was Samuel. He anointed me. Chose me to be king. Well he said the Lord had chosen me. But I remember there was a big to do. To become. King. Leader. Captain. Of the inheritance. Captain of our God's people. Our people wanted a king like other nations around us. I didn't really bother with that. I was too busy working. But when I was selected, I bowed down and Samuel poured oil from his horn. It was weird. The smell, I can still smell that oil. But he selected me to be king. I remember I can hear his voice even now. He distinctly to follow the commands of the Lord and I would be blessed and things would work well for me that that everyone has an office some things he told me in private as king you do the office of a king as judge judges do that office the judge can't do the king's job women can't do the king's job king can't do the priest's job everyone has a job and a task well yeah so I remember being in battle up toward mishmash fighting against the philistines and my son jonathan fought and done very very great they carried on they traveled on following after the philistines so there is where samuel had told me to wait for him seven days as the sixth day went past i'm like he's still not here the seventh day had come and dawned and he still he hadn't come All I could think is we need to offer up to the Lord. We had a great victory. It's need to offer to the Lord. So I said, bring me an offering. 
offered it up to the Lord and <laughs> as as chance would have it, that is exactly when Samuel showed him. And I, I, I can still hear his voice. You have done foolishly, you have not kept the commandment of the Lord. Your kingdom shall not continue. I don't know if that was so severe for what I'd done. But I, what would you do if you were told to wait, but he wasn't there? The job must continue, right? Or was it more important to wait and be late? I, I don't know. But I do remember continuing on my son still successful Jonathan in battle but I know there was a time we weren't supposed to eat and he ate the men the men that were in battle they ate the animals with the blood and offered up to the Lord and uh, the lot fell between me and my son instead of the men and then I cast lots again and it fell upon Jonathan and I asked him, what did you do? And he told me, I, Dad, I was a little hungry. And I, I had some honey. I mean, did everything come into account about the men eating what they ate and no one was supposed to eat? I didn't eat. But the punishment was that he would die for this sin against the Lord. And the people said, but shall he die? I said, let me die. More should happen to me than to my son. And the people said, well, he's not going to die. Today he fought valiantly. Today he fought for the Lord. And they saved him so that he wouldn't die. And he didn't die. I was so proud of my son. We went on successful from there. We, 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 we pushed back the Philistines we fought other nations that were on every side Moab, Ammon, Eden Zeboah, Amalekites we fought them on every hand there was war against the Philistines all of my days and so because they were strong the only way to battle a strong man is to have another strong man with you so anytime I saw a strong man, I asked him to join me, join me and my men in battle. And I took him. I, I distinctly remember another time when um, I was with Samuel. I do believe he cared for me because he spoke to me so intimately. This is what the Lord said. And he prayed for me and he prayed with me and he tried to give me an instruction I can still hear his voice this but this one particular time I distinctly remember he said that the Lord sent me to anoint you to be king over his over his own people over all of Israel so now listen to me listen to the voice of the Lord Listen to what the Lord has to say. It's how he would speak. That he's not speaking to me, but that the Lord is speaking to me. The Lord. I've never seen him, but the Lord, he would say. He said, I remember. I remember he said something like, I, the Lord said, I remember the people of Amalek. I remember Amalek. 
how they laid wait in the way and what they did to the Israelites when they were coming out of Egypt. Something about those those days coming out of Egypt. And I remember what they did. So Samuel told me, go now. Strike down Amalek. Destroy all that they have and don't save anything. Kill man, woman, infant, ox, sheep, camel, everything. <laughs> I hurried. I went as fast as I could. I gathered up the men and I went to follow as Samuel had said, the command of the Lord, the command of the Lord. So I numbered the men that I have. Had many thousands upon ten thousands of men. Two hundred ten thousand. We had men of Judah. Those men were very different. They were very strong, very courageous. And so I told them. Go down. I told the men of the Kenites, you better get away from here because before I destroy you with the Amalekites. So we got down there. Me and my man, we killed. We, we started destroying them, the Amalekites. Right near Egypt. But I saw the king, Agag. And I took him. We killed all the people with the swords. I remember Agag, I just, I couldn't kill him. I figured, let's bring him back and make him a prisoner. It's, why should he die? Let's let's make him suffer. I took the best of the sheep and oxen. Why would you destroy? It was so good. Many of them there looked better than the ones that we have in, in Israel. So I didn't kill all of them. Only the things that were ugly, the things that were dirty, the things that were trash, the things that seemed like they wouldn't be of any use I mean why should great looking things and great beautiful things go to waste so I didn't destroy those things but I brought them back I remember specifically Samuel came and I said blessed be thou of the Lord I performed the commandment of the Lord and he didn't he said then why do I hear sheep oxen I said well they brought them down from the Amalekites the people we the people spared the best of the sheep and oxen to sacrifice to the Lord why should we sacrifice our own we could sacrifice the sacrifice theirs but everything else we have utterly destroyed Samuel said when you were little in God's sight did not God see you and anoint you set you on a journey and told you to go destroy until they're consumed why didn't you obey the voice of the Lord and why did you do evil inside the Lord I can still hear Samuel's voice he said the same way you rejected to obey the Lord that's the same way God's rejected you from being king. But he's chosen someone better than you. Better than me? Who's better than me? No one's better than me. I remember being angry, fierce, anger. 
they called a man to come play a harp. He was young. <laughs> Something how he 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 thought he was better than me. The Philistines came down again to fight us, and they had a champion. No one would go out and fight a giant, but this boy did. I hated that boy. I chased that boy. He embarrassed me many times, but I chased him for years. He hid amongst our enemies. What kind of savior? What kind of good man? Good person? It's that little boy, that ruddy boy, David. I rewarded him. I can't believe I rewarded him. And I heard that he made friends with my son Jonathan. I tried to kill him. I chased him down and tried to kill him many times. I know what happened. I'm pretty sure the Lord protected him. And he ran and hid among our enemies. But I do remember distinctly. He could have killed me. And he didn't. I had heard that Samuel died. I had heard that this David went down to mourn. We all mourned Samuel's death. All of Israel, all of the people gathered and we we mourned in Ramah. It was in that that time in those days I had put out all others seemingly like him. He said he'd heard from the Lord. But I'd put away all seers and witches, warlocks. And then it would seem <laughs> at that time the Philistines gathered again. another battle I don't know if I was ready but they gathered in Shunem and so I gathered all of the men the mighty strong men that I'd gathered we came together in Gilboa I saw the array of the Philistines strong mighty swords shields just mighty men <laughs> I hate to say I I was a little afraid. So I inquired as I have before. I inquired. I asked the Lord. What to do if I could get any help. The Lord did not answer me. He didn't answer me in any way. By dream. The prophets that were there. My advisors. I, I had no answers. So I said to my servants, find me a woman with a familiar spirit that I may go and ask of her. And the servants found me a woman, a woman of Endor with a familiar spirit. What would you do? What would you do? 
I disguised myself so that she wouldn't recognize me but I went and she said who shall I bring up and why should I do this for you don't you know that Saul told me not to do this so I told her as the Lord lived no punishment will come upon me for this she said who shall I bring up I said please bring up Samuel I need to speak to him she said she saw him she screamed she said she saw him she said she recognized me and I said don't be afraid of me who did you see she said I saw gods coming out of the earth She said she saw an old man come up with a mantle. And I said, that must be Samuel. And I heard the voice say, why have you brought me up? I said I was distressed. The Philistines make war and the Lord has departed from me. He doesn't answer me. Not even the prophets. I have no dreams. So I called you. Make known to me, what, what shall I do? And that Samuel said, Why do you ask me, seeing that the Lord has departed? And he's, he's become your enemy. Enemy? And Samuel said, The Lord hath done what he said through me. He had torn the kingdom out of your hand and given it to your neighbor, to David. Because you didn't obey the voice of the Lord. The Lord's going to deliver you into the hand of the Philistines. <laughs> I fell on the ground. I, I cried. I was, I was afraid. There was no strength in me. Because I hadn't eaten. <sighs> That's what I did. In the battle, the Philistines killed my son, and Israel we ran because the Philistines pursued us. The archers, I feel the arrow that pierced me. I was ready to die. I asked my armor bearer to kill me. But he wouldn't because he was afraid. I remember taking a sword and falling on it myself. <sighs> I'd made some mistakes. But what would you have done? If you find yourself at a state like King Saul, when he had to decide between waiting on the priest or doing the office of a priest, the second time when he had a direct command to do something and he obeyed incompletely, and then finally the third time he had mentioned when 
he was not supposed to talk to a seer or one with a familiar spirit, but he did trying to hear from the Lord. What would you do? How will you choose in your life situations? I leave it to you to think about that in this moment, wherever you find yourself when you're trying to decide what's right and what's wrong. Seek God for guidance. And before you go with human tradition, before you go with sometimes what we call our first instinct, think, what would the Lord say? And let me ask this question. Perhaps you should ask, who is the Samuel in your life who hears from the Lord and may not tell you what you want to hear, but what you need to hear from the Lord? I do believe at this moment, if you reflect on that and think about that before you make that next choice, that you will make the right choice. And in this moment, you will have had peace, rest, relaxation and restoration so that when you get up from here and you face what's coming next in life, you will be ready and you will be successful. So thank you again for tuning in. Kudos to you. Please stay tuned with us. Stay posted. Definitely got more coming. And stay strong. Till the next moment.